Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, review it. My name's DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of movie news, comic news, even some TV news as well. Uh, today's the 95th episode of the podcast. It's happening on January 30th, 19, well, 19, 2019. So in this first segment, of course, it's thumbs up, thumbs down. I normally go over the stuff that happened in the past week, give it a thumbs up. Thumbs down, thumbs all the way in a circle. So the first thing I have here is news of a Hot Wheels live action movie. Um, yep, I'm not playing at all. It is definitely a Hot Wheels live action. You would think it might be like Cars 3 or Cars 4, 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9. Nope, it is definitely a Hot Wheels movie from Mattel and Warner Brothers. So... There's not much more more to think about when it comes down to it. It's basically, you know, Hot Wheels is one of the famous kind of um, toys out there. Everyone has owned at least one Hot Wheels um, car at least once in their life, maybe, hopefully. If not, then I'm sad to hear it. Um, it's very, very unfortunate. But I do know that they are coming out with more movies. I know they recently announced the, the Barbie movie. So, that's also from Mattel, I believe. So, Mattel's trying to get out there in the game and trying to make their, you know, their stance and their, you know, their mark in the whole world. So, for this one, you have it where um, um, they're going to bring a live-action feature to it. I'm not exactly um, sure what's going to be at the actual premise. It feels like it's going to be like a... I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure. Um, there's not much besides they're just announcing the incident works for the most part. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to have like a, a cars, cars kind of feel vibe to it. It might, might not, or they might have it where they have actual live people and then they're just driving a, a ton of, um, Mattel Hot Wheels cars, which it kind of feels like. They could have merged this with the Fast and Furious franchise because it makes more sense. Just have all the cars. Well, most of the cars they drive would be like Hot Wheels cars, which would be kind of dope, kind of kind of fly and whatnot. But for me, this this whole thought process on Hot Wheels making their own movie, I'm okay as long as it isn't too hokey and over the top, and they take it some kind of seriousness to it. Maybe making like. Not really fully into a um, Fast and Furious kind of ripoff kind of thing where they just do somewhat similar to what they're doing. I kind of want to have it where it's like a um, Dukes of Hazard kind of feel to it. Whereas, like, there is a race and these cars are racing against each other. You can have like that kind of way, shape, or form. I-, I wouldn't mind that just because when you think about Hot Wheels, I'm always racing them back and forth. And, and Fast and Furious has transcended the whole race car um, genre and now I do more action of sorts so there is a, a definitely a need for a race car movie to come out quite soon so hopefully that one comes out hopefully they cast the right characters for it hopefully it's not boring and hopefully it doesn't remind you too much of any other franchise besides Mattel and their Hot Wheels franchise so for me I give this one a, a um I give it a thumbs up I'm gonna give it a thumbs up just because I'm not feeling horrible about it, and I know that it can be good as long as they go the right direction and don't falter with it. So for me, thumbs up. The next thing I have here is um, an image from the Titans TV show. 
So basically, Donna Troy, if you haven't watched the series, how dare you? Go watch it. But the series itself has Donna Troy, which is like the apprentice, well, sidekick actually, of um, Wonder Woman. So she's just as strong. She just has the same rope kind of feature as well. It's basically like a, a mini version of Wonder Woman. So you have it where they have an image of her in her costume. That's potentially going to happen in season two. Because season one, she didn't have a costume. She was regularly dressed. So season two, hopefully they do bring up a costume sorts. And they have one picture here online, which was deleted by the actress right after she posted it. So I'm not sure if she's posted it out there. But you know how it is with the internet. What you put out there is out there. So they have a picture, an image of her, and a um, it's a very comic book accurate costume for her so far, which I, I'm not sure they should have went that route. I, I think they should have went with um, the later versions of Donna Troy where it felt a little better. This one felt like they try to ham up too much of the Wonder Woman kind of film vibe, which I don't know, maybe for her, I'd rather have it where you separate them both, you have it where... She looks a little different. I remember Donna Troy from the comic books. I- I'm used to her having an all-black suit. So seeing her do that will be what she needs to have happen for her character. And, and it's kind of sucks that they have to make it a point where she looks very, very close to Wonder Woman. The whole star thing on her costume, it doesn't look too good to me. This It looks like it's very, very cheap. It looks like it's, it's not going to pop exactly how it should. I, I feel that some of the costumes aren't going to do well. So for this one, I kind of wish they did change it up and make it more, you know, unique or make it, you know, very, very visually pleasing. For now, it looks very, very cheap. It, is, it looks very horrible. So it doesn't really strike to me as something that should be worn for this strong female character. I feel that this would be like something that if they want to pay homage to, you know, the older version of comics. But for me, when I see this, it's not exactly the best. And that's why I gave it a um, a, a thumbs middle. I, I originally was going to give it a, a three quarters up. Uh, just because, you know, it's a comic book character. And her costume doesn't look too horrible. But at the same time, it feels like they're going through the, thro- the same throbes that I, I don't want to see for um, any comic book characters in the DC Universe. Which is bad costumes. Or not the best costumes. So for me... Thumbs middle for that costume that was premiered, well, not really premiered, was leaked of sorts on um, this young lady's, um, I believe, Instagram or Twitter. One of the social media accounts, it was leaked on there, and then it got shut down very quickly. So for me now, it's thumbs middle. The next image I have here is um, Zombieland 2. So basically what we received is, we received the title for Zombieland 2, which is going to be Zombieland Double Tap, which isn't bad. Um... It feels like they could do it. It, it, it covers the whole Zombieland 2 kind of th- um, feel and vibe. You don't really have to put like a number two. Double tap is fine. It's It works for what it needs to be done. So it, it definitely do- does exactly what you need to be, get finished and, and happen through this whole thing. And they actually did a, um, a 10 year challenge. So funny enough, almost everyone in this picture looks exactly the same. Um, Woody Harrison looks very, very similar to his um, 10-year-ago Mark. Also, same with Jesse Eisenberg. Only person that's different is the the younger character, which I can't remember her name, but it's going to come to me very, very shortly. But her character, she looks 
quite different. Um, it doesn't look exactly how she was back way back then, but you got to think about it. She was young, way younger back then. So now she's grown up. It's just kind of funny and kind of changed. I want to see exactly what happens between these four after the, the events of part one. Because part one, it felt like there's a, a happy family of sorts. And you know how it is with the, the movie tropes where they have to have some kind of rift or some kind of, you know, void that happens. So I want to see exactly what transpired between part one and part two. And it, it should be something enjoyable. Cause I know that the original movie was a lot of fun and hopefully they, they bring the same magic and same vibe to this one as well. So for me, based on the, the image that they have of both um, cast members, well, both sets of cast members matched up from 10 years ago to now looking very, very close to how they was back 10 years ago, I give this one definitely a thumbs up all the way just because it makes you really excited about the movie that's going to come out for this whole thing. You know how it is when they have the, the big time gap that sometimes, you know, you're not able to capture the same magic because, you know, either one, the, the characters get out of shape or two, it comes to the point where they don't want to do it anymore. So it's kind of cool to see that everyone's coming back for the sequel and the fact that the the characters look very, very similar to the the first movie. So that's definitely a plus in my um, book there. So thumbs up for that one. The next picture I have here is actually from Bad Boys 3. So when I watched when I was watching all the stuff transpire between um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and you know the production going forward and stopping, the going forward and stopping I wasn't exactly sure what was going to happen with this Bad Boys 3 movie. But they just released a behind-the-scenes kind of picture or, or sort of thing. It's like, not really a picture. It's like a, a um, iPhone picture loop kind of thing. I can't remember how you say it. But I'm, as you can tell, I'm not an iPhone user as well. So there's like a loop feature. And they have that kind of thing happen for them. And I believe um, the Bad Boys theme is playing in the background as well. So you see them both there. Um, Will Smith looking very much in shape. He looks very good for um, his age. Also, um, Martin Lawrence doesn't look too bad either. You still see the Mar- uh, Marcus Barnett character in him. So I want to see exactly what happens between these two characters here. Um, they have had a um, synopsis online, which I wasn't really sure how it's going to be. Just because they mentioned that they both get hunted based on the the failures they've done in the past to, to certain cases, whatever have you, which could be good. It could kind of suck as well. We, we never won't know until actual, you know, the trailer comes out and all these other things come out as well. So I kind of want to see a trailer from this movie just because it looks like it's going to be fun. It looks like they're both back into the swing of things. And I want to see how they bounce off of each other. Hopefully Marcus... Is, is not the same, like completely the same, but, you know, he has grown into his own ways, shape, and form. So for me, a thumbs up for this whole um, picture slash loop, looping image of sorts, just because it brings, you know, this movie to the forefront, and I'm not as worried as I was way back when they announced that this movie's going to get greenlit for one last time kind of thing. So I was like, eh, I don't know, it's just... It might be too little too late, but seeing that, 
it makes you see, all right, maybe it should be fine. So for me, definitely a um, thumbs up for that image. So I have a trailer here. Um, basically, it's the, the Ted Bundy trailer. That's what it basically is. It's starring Zach, Zach Efron, and he does a great job. I'm be honest. Um, this one, I give a thumbs up. I'm not going to wait till the, the end to actually give the rating on that one. I got a thumbs up on this one just because he's such a great actor. Oh, man. Like, his character seems so lovable and believable, and that's the same thing with Ted Bundy as well. You really kind of tell that he was, you know, that vicious. So the fact that he's, you know, playing this character and he's such a lovable character, you are drawn into it. And he's like, all right, he shouldn't be bad, but he actually low-key is. So it's definitely crazy, definitely actually fun. I've actually seen reports that the survivors actually praise um, Zac Efron's performance just because it feels like he might have got to the essence of Ted Bundy, which sometimes you have to do that when you're actually... um doing method acting of sorts. So for me, based on the trail alone, I had quite a bit of fun on it. And I really want to see what comes about this whole thing. Just because the trailer drew me in. It did exactly what it was supposed to do, which is um, grab my mind, entertain it, and say, this movie's coming out soon. You should definitely go watch it. So for me, I'm actually kind of hyped for it. I give this one a thumbs all the way up. Definitely. One thing I won't give a thumbs up, though, is A Dog's Journey. So that one has a trail as well. Uh, I'm not exactly too hyped and too, you know, ecstatic about the the whole dog's journey, a dog's purpose, all those movies. It feels like the, those movies and books, they probably should have just did something different with it. It's, it feels weird when it comes down to it. It's just one of the things where I didn't mind the first one, but at the same time, it feels like these movies are not the best movies. It, just, it feels very, very cliche. I think the last one I watched was um, um, a dog's, dog's... Was it Dog's Journey? No. Yeah, Dog's Journey, I believe, was the first one I watched. And I was like, eh... It, it feels weird. It just... It just didn't do it for me properly, so... When seeing this one, I'm glad that they they carry on the characters, which is amazing, you know. Um, all these characters are such a great characters when it comes down to it. But I feel like, at the end of the day, um, Dennis Quaid could do so much, and Josh Gad could do so much, before you say, alright, this is probably something that we probably shouldn't continue. It should be something that we just scrap and say, we're, we're done with this. Just because the plot seems very, 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 very simple. It feels like something that you can just see the trailer and know exactly what's going to happen from point A to point B, which you never want the trailer to give away too much. I think that's what happened with A Dog's Journey as well, which was most of the movie was in the trailer. Like, there's no real deviation. There's no real fake um, parts of it or even, like, behind-the-scenes clips that was put in the trailer. It feels like the trailer was just the movie itself and just it didn't really do it for me, so... Seeing that the dog's purpose is going to be out there as well, it, it just feels like something that you could definitely wait and not go see. But at the same time, it does pull off some great marvels when it's on the screen. So for me, I'm not, like I'm in the middle, and that's why I'm giving this one a thumbs middle because on one hand, I do appreciate the the 
the kind of story they're trying to tell. But on the other hand, I know that it's going to be one of this cliched movie and it's going to be kind of horrible. So that's mainly the reason why I give it a thumbs middle and all. So um, come to theaters, basically every week, at least one or two or three or even four movies come out of movie theaters. And I ranked them from I'll Pass to Interested. So actually, there's only one movie that came out this, this well, it's going to come out this week. And the movie is called Miss Bala. Um, Bala. I think that's how I said it. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, this is the movie with Gina Rodriguez. And I don't know. It, it Something doesn't sit right with me when I watch this trailer. It felt like she was trying too hard. If, if, that's, if that's how I want to um, say it. It felt like she was trying too hard. And... The movie itself, it feels like something that probably shouldn't have received a regular release. It probably should have received like a Netflix release or something on demand. It feels like this movie is going to be a very poor representation of what Gina Rodriguez could do in an action movie. It, it just feels like it's going to it's gonna bomb really, really bad. And I'm not about this at all. So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Um, you can find us on all social medias on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No, the not one. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is bringonreviews.com, for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well. If you love watching TV shows, enjoy watching movies. Therefore, you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews. If you want to write for reviews for this website, please email me at info at bringonthereviews.com and use the subject line, I want to join the review team. Um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight Ant C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringonorreviews.com. And we'll catch your reviewers next time.